Blunt, blunt, blunt reflections. Stories of my journey. Alright, before I start, I just want to tell you, there is some mature conversations happening, and hence the title, Sex. So, I am putting out my little, hey, just know this is going down. Have a good day, and thank you for listening. Greetings, bonjour, hola, allo. Welcome, come on in, come sit down and listen to Blunt Reflections. I am Queen B. Divine. <laughs> I call it Blunt Reflections for many reasons, but the one that you should be focused on, it's just a blunt reflection of my life, how it affected me, how my life sent me messages, what I learned. But for this five-part series, probably somewhere I wrote down four, but it's five. This particular one is about the lessons that my mom taught me. The most five big ones that my mom taught me. This one is about sex. I'm drinking a cup of tea, so I'm just going to take a sip right now. Oh, delicious. Sex. Now let's get back to that. My mom was a Jamaican woman. And I don't know if she ever had a talk. I think it's a North American thing, or as my mom would say, a Canadian thing, to have a discussion about the birds and the bees. I don't think my mom ever had that discussion. I think like most people who come from the generations prior to the 60s and the 70s, um, you kind of figured it out on your own. There was a whole sexual revolution um, that happened in the 60s and 70s, burning bras, women standing up, and then it died down, and now it's resurging. You see some good-looking women who kick in past 40. You're like, God damn, things have changed. And one of those things are people are more freer, open-minded, and sex is not such a secretive thing anymore. But for my mom, it probably will always remain secret or something of a enigma to her. She married a man that was into little girls. And I was one of those little girls. Well, before this man came along, I probably had no clue what sex was like. Or even, even where babies came from. My mom never talked about any of those things, but it never hampered me as a child. I didn't walk around feeling, oh my God, I don't know what sex is all about. Um, when she did marry this man, I remember my first experience with connecting with someone in a sexual way. I remember sitting on the side of the bed. He had called me into his room, and I sat there on the side of the bed. There was a big change purse in front of me filled with quarters and nickels and dimes and pennies. Back in the day, they had pennies. And there was a two-dollar bill sitting there as well. 
he started talking about how I was growing into a young lady. I thought to myself, well, yes, I am growing up, because I had said nothing. But as a child, you always know when things are just off. Just off. I sat there. I was wearing a pair of pants. Yes. And I never wore skirts around the house, because my mom said... It's not necessary, only on Sundays. I never knew why she meant that. These pants were loose, like pajama loose. And I felt him go inside my pants and ask me if I knew what it was like to be a woman and that I was growing into a young lady, beautiful. I felt his hand search around as if it was some sort of game. I didn't understand what was happening And then suddenly, it was over, and there was two dollars in my hand, and I was sent off in the world connecting sexuality with abuse. And that was my first experience with anything close to sexuality. He gave me a $2 bill and then told me to leave after. I was such a happy kid, I just went to the store and I thought nothing more of it. For me, it was just a normal thing. I thought, well, maybe he's just interested in seeing how I'm growing. It wasn't until a few years later when someone had told me that in sex ed class that this type of touching or experience was called sexual abuse. How dare they add the word sexual to it, eh? Well, doesn't that mess up a child? It's sexual, but it's abusive. I don't think the word sexual should be added to that phrase at all. I think it should just be called engaging abuse because you were engaging me in a very abusive way because it has nothing to do with sex. A lot of us grow up and confuse our abusive situations with our sexual situations. My mom taught me nothing about sex. Absolutely nothing. Which led me down a path to discover it myself, which is not a very healthy way for anybody to grow up. I remember in grade school, my first 
couple of months in middle school. If you're a girl, you know exactly where I'm going. It was the first time my period had came. And I had no clue I was supposed to even have one. <laughs> I went into the girls' bathroom and shocked to see that my pee had turned orange for some strange reason. I quickly got up and I stared at the toilet and went, oh my gosh. I got a wall, a wad of toilet paper and stuffed it where it needed to be, pulled up my pants and stood there. Looked in the mirror and wondered if something was wrong with me. A girl came in and I'll never forget who she was. It was Kelly Bricknell. She walked in to the school called Robert's Service and in that bathroom, she walked in and looked at the toilet and said, someone got that period and walked out as she fixed and ooh, hair sprayed her hair and walked out. That's what it hit me. I went home that day somewhat excited. I told my mom and her response was nothing. She walked in her bedroom and shut the door. Ten minutes later, she came out with a box with letterings on it. T-A-M-P-O-N. A blue box. I watched her. She stuffed it in the linen closet and then shut the door. Blunt, Walked blunt, by blunt, me and said, Go check the closet. Stories. I walked linen closet. <laughs> Opened the door and pulled the box out from a white sheet. Then she said, Go in the bathroom. I went in the bathroom and there I sat reading instructions. It was never mentioned again. After that, plenty of engaging, abusive moments happened. Over and over and over. It was then it dawned on me that I had to leave home. Why, you ask? Besides the obvious. I remember weeks before my mom left for Jamaica. She was in a hurry to get one or two more shifts in before she was leaving. I looked at her, and my body was so scared. I said to her, Mommy, can you not go to work today? Just then I heard her bedroom door open and he, her husband, walked out and stood behind her. She looked at me and stretched her neck a little bit forward to kind of look at my face carefully. Then she kind of leaned back. She turned around and looked at him and then turned around and looked at me. And then she said, Words that changed my life. She said, Me have no time for your stupidness. Me aga to work. Just then, he smiled the biggest grin on his face. That's when I knew I could not stay at home. I panicked. 
I really, really panicked. Safe to say I ended up in group homes, and my sexual ideas were very skewed because they kept calling it sexual abuse. I thought to myself, this is not what I know about sex, whatever I read, whatever I saw on TV, whatever whispers I heard in the air. It always was supposed to be good and with someone you loved. And I know that none of these things were involved in my experience. So throughout life, I took sex as an abusive power situation. I never saw it to lead to love. Because it was abuse. It was sexual abuse. When does these things lead to love? Safe to say that I wandered through life confused, sad, and very, very angry. Thus, the idea of having anything sexual in my life always led to one word. I was blessed to meet many, 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 many wise, wise women in my life. Wise women in my life that gave me little tidbits of mm, nuggets of information that would help me lead me down the road to where love and sex met. And I'll never forget the woman who helped me find that light. Her name was Kim Brody. I had dated her son. But that was neither here or there because I realized the universe, that wasn't its purpose. Its purpose was to meet this woman. And how confused I was and how to see if someone loved me or see if, if sex was something good. She told me one bit of advice besides the many things she did to help me to get me in touch with my life and my sexuality. She said something very simple that I hope you adhere to if you're in a relationship, if you're in love, or you think you're in love, or you think sex will lead to love. She said this to me. If you constantly find yourself running towards somebody, and they give you nothing back. If you find yourself always going over just to get a booty call or a sex. If you find you're the one doing all the work. That's abusing yourself and not knowing your self-worth. The universe initiated a beautiful breakup. He ended up saying yes to a question I expected him to say no to. It's a funny story. I'll tell you about it next time. <laughs> but sexuality is not just about the lovemaking, the connection. No, it's about you seeing exactly its power. To see the symbols of when you're being abused. 
when you're engaging in abusive situations. Abuse wasn't just in my childhood. I abused myself so many times by not seeing my worth and not allowing the beauty of who I was to lead. Because when my sexuality led the way, that's all that was leading. But when I led the way and taught myself that engaging was the first step possibly to abuse because I didn't understand my worth, I stood back and realized that whomever fell in love with me that wouldn't be its top priority. Anyways, I hope you can open your eyes to see that even if it's not from a gentleman or a woman that seems to be older than you, that is needlessly touching you and putting you in situation that makes you feel abuse, this could also be someone you're dating who doesn't see your worth who continues to engage in abusive situations by not valuing who you are. Take care out there and beware. Sexuality should never be equated with abuse because there's no sex in abuse. It's just pure negative engagement. When you find love, Sex, mmm, and all its goodness is what should be applied to that. One love on the journey and take care. to my heart, never to part, baby of mine. This message was brought to you by Queen Bee Divine. Become magnetic today.com. Blessings. <laughs>